Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, November 28th. It's also known as Cyber Monday, the online equivalent of Black Friday. On this day in 1942, a massive tragedy in Boston. A fire engulfed a popular nightclub called the Coconut Grove. It killed 492 people, becoming the deadliest nightclub blaze in history. That record still stands today, 80 years later. Now, the cause of the fire is still in dispute, but one theory is that a busboy accidentally ignited an artificial palm tree while using a match to fix a light bulb. Let's have a look at your weather over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Monday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sovine. It should be all sunshine today, starting out a little cool this morning, but not too bad. Just a light jacket should be plenty for you with temperatures in the 50s. We'll be in the upper 60s at lunchtime, about 70 degrees for a high temperature this afternoon. We'll cool down a little bit more tonight than we did last night, and we'll start out tomorrow morning around 45. 71 tomorrow afternoon, up to 75 on Wednesday, but that comes with a chance of rain in our next cold for behind that turns a bit chilly upper 50s low 60s for highs Thursday into Friday and a morning low there on Friday all the way down to 37 as we go into the weekend warm back up in the upper 60s and low 70s with just a slight chance of a shower by Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now your morning headlines. Deputies in Beaufort County are investigating a shooting that left three people hurt. According to the sheriff's office, they got a report of a car being shot at while traveling on Burnt Church Road around 5 a.m. yesterday. Authorities tell us three people inside the car were shot. Two of those victims were taken to the hospital. No arrests have been made at this time. Anyone with information should contact Crime Stoppers of the Low Country. That number is 843-554-1111. North Charleston police say a body has been recovered while searching for a man who drove into the Ashley River. Officers responded around 4 a.m. Friday after people staying in an Airbnb in the Wando Woods neighborhood heard someone knocking on the door. Once they arrived, a man driving a stolen Mercedes-Benz took off at a high rate of speed and drove into the Ashley River, according to investigators. Police released this doorbell, this doorbell video uh, showing the moments right before that crash on Flynn Drive. At the beginning of the search, a man cried out for help, but police say they were unable to locate him. The next day, crews found a deceased male in the water. Officials, however, have not said if the body they found is the missing driver. Crews with the U.S. Coast Guard's Georgetown station saved three men near the entrance of Winya Bay. A Coast Guard sector in North Carolina alerted the Charleston sector around 2 p.m. yesterday, saying a 38-foot boat was taking on water. That is when the Georgetown boat crew was called out and rescued the three men from an overturned boat. The Coast Guard says no injuries were reported and all three men were wearing life jackets. 
Dorchester Paws has announced a new way to make donations to the shelter. They've now started accepting forms of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Ethereum. The shelter says a cryptocurrency donation is non-taxable and the donor will not owe capital gains tax on the appreciated amount. Dorchester Paws Director of Development says with Giving Tuesday ahead, they could not think of a better time to make it easier for the public to donate. And the new donation methods come as the shelter is looking for fosters this holiday season. According to Dorchester Paws, they're at risk of having to shut their doors because they're running out of space. Dorchester Paws has set adoption fees at $25 and they're waiving reclaim fees for anyone who lost their pet. The shelter says the best way to offer support is by being a foster finder. For more information on how you can help, go to live5news.com. And Dorchester Paws is not the only shelter that needs some help. Berkeley County Animal Shelter says it is at max capacity as homeless animals have been pouring into the shelter for weeks now. The shelter says to help find these animals some homes, it has launched Operation Holiday Rescue, which will run through Friday during this time adoption fees. They'll be reduced for all adult dogs. The shelter says until further notice, it will be implementing a managed moratorium on intakes, which means the shelter will only accept animals that are in danger or are a danger to others. Charleston is remembering the life of a Holocaust survivor who called our city home. According to his obituary, Joe Engel died Saturday at the age of 95. He's remembered as a community leader who was outspoken about his experiences during World War II. According to his obituary, Engel spent time as a teenager in two of the most infamous death camps, Auschwitz and Birkenau. After Germany surrendered to Allied forces in 1945, he worked with a refugee agency to reunite with his aunt here in Charleston. Four years later, he would arrive in the Holy City. A funeral is scheduled for today at the Synagogue Emanuel Cemetery at 11 a.m. Four months after a woman was reported missing from Berkeley County, her family gathered yesterday to celebrate her 78th birthday and to continue to pray for her safe return. Emily Johnson has, is, was at that gathering. She's got more. Ruth Jenkins' family came from all over the country and met in Pineville yesterday to release birthday balloons and share their favorite memories about her as they continue to search. She has been missing since July 16th when she was last seen walking along Highway 45 in the Pineville area and suffers from dementia. One of Ruth's children traveled from San Antonio, Texas to celebrate her birthday and bring their family together. We love her a lot. And I'm glad everybody was able to come and bring up the good memories and talk about the, you know, all the positives because she was a, a bright light. Mama is a bright light to us. Very creative, very funny. Um, that, that's who she is and she impacted everybody here. Her family continues to pray and hope for her safe return, and they ask anyone in the community with information to give that to the sheriff's office. In Pineville, Emily Johnson, Life 5 News. After searching for 51 years, the family of a kidnapped child says a DNA match has led them to her. Melissa Highsmith went missing in 1971 when she was abducted in Fort Worth, Texas. Ever since, the family says they've been searching for her. Most recently, that search led them to Daniel Island back in October. The family came to the Low Country after an anonymous tip said Melissa may have been spotted. But now the search is over as the family says a DNA test by 23andMe reconnected them. 
The news came after a post on the Facebook group Finding Melissa Highsmith page. According to her brother, Melissa was raised 10 minutes away from where she was abducted. The family says they're waiting for the results of an official and legal DNA test, but say they are confident they have found her. Well, Christmas is around the corner. The Berkeley County Library System has partnered with a local child advocacy center for a toy drive. Yeah, today through December 6th, the community is encouraged to bring unwrapped gifts to a handful of locations, including the Cane Bay Library. Our Lauren Quinlan joins us live this morning. So, Lauren, who exactly will be getting these toys? Well, Katie, the donated toys will be going to kids who received a service within the last three years from Dorchester Children's Advocacy Center. Operation ELP is the Advocacy Center's annual toy drive for the kids and families they serve. Brooke Anderson with the organization says many of the parents and caregivers they help don't have the resources to buy new items, and Operation ELP gifts are the only ones they open on Christmas. ELF stands for enhancing the lives of children and families in the community, and each year they provide toys for about 300 kids. Anderson says instead of the library or the center handing out gifts to the kids, they are given to family members or caregivers to distribute as they choose. That gives them kind of like the pride and the, uh, yeah, the autonomy to be like, I'm giving this, and they don't necessarily even have to tell their kids that um, they got it from us. So it really just builds them up too and strengthens them in their role in that child's life. Anderson says they are looking for new and unused toys, and each year there is a lack of gifts for teenagers, so she wants to remind the community to think of them as well. The gifts must be dropped off at the Cane Bay Library by December 6th, or you can drop them off at the Advocacy Center between the 5th and the 9th of December. If you need their address, just visit our website at live5news.com and click on the story. Reporting for Live 5 News, I'm Lauren Quinlan. Celebrating birthdays today, Motown Records founder Barry Gordy Jr. is 93. Musician Paul Schaefer, David Letterman's band leader, is 73. Actor Ed Harris is 72. And comedian and former Daily Show host John Stewart turned 60. Thanks for starting your morning and your week with Morning Y'all, which is, of course, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all, produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.